From Home, a baseball podcast where we talk about Toronto Blue Jays baseball and baseball in general and some of our personal lives framed around the three true outcomes of the sport, which are the home run, the walk, and the strikeout. There's our elevator pitch. Did you did you read that? It sounded like you read that. No, I, I it was off the top of my head. I don't have. Okay, well we're 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 getting into this then. We're we're how many episodes? Is the third episode? Yes. So, so third week that, of spring training. Now that we're three weeks into the spring training in our podcast, we're actually getting a hold of what this whole uh, podcast is about. Yeah. And uh, I guess we spring should also introduce ourselves. Yeah, spring training, though, is another story. I'm not sure, quite sure what it's about just yet. Um, well, uh, you are Steve Gower, and you're my brother. Yep, and you are Matt, coincidentally also my brother. Also same last name. All right, well, let's get into our baseball discussion. I think we should talk about Blue Jays first. Okay. How that's our main focus. So... Um, how about uh, some home runs? A home run. I didn't write any down this week because I uh, I liked your your note. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, home runs. My home run this week are um, actual home runs. Um, on Thursday, I think it was. I think it was both 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 of them happened on Thursday. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero and George Springer both hit their first uh, spring training home runs. Um, and that's 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 a good thing. Um, uh, it might seem a little uh late for them to be hitting home runs but um i think i was watching i was watching the game on friday which is another home run um a, an actual game on tv um and vladimir guerrero only has has like so far 11 spring training at bats and he's like five for 11 i think so far so yeah, they, they're, they're not they're not getting a whole ton of at bats in um so so the fact that they're you know making good contact of uh, vladimir um i got an uh I'm on the Drew Fair Service uh, Substack email list, and he was talking about how um, all of uh, Guerrero's hits that day were like over 100 miles an hour. So he's getting good hard contact, and um, yeah, they're both going deep. They're both kind of getting into the groove of of and getting ready for the for the regular season. So so this that's just a good uh, nice to see them going going deep, and nice to. Nice to see them too. I didn't get the chance to see uh, Springer play on on Friday. Uh, yeah, on Friday, uh, but did see Guerrero get a few at bats in there, so that was nice. Yeah, I'm not too worried about them hitting home runs late in spring training because they only play what the first few innings of the game usually before they get uh, taken out for other players. So yeah, yeah, they don't have as many at bats. And it's more important for them to get hard contact in because like and like. Yeah. You can't, and you can't even, it's hard to, to judge their contact even because, you know, you could have a spring training pitcher just throwing nothing but curveballs just to get a feel for the ball. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not seeing what they're really going to see in the regular season. Yeah. And I think I read something this morning about uh, Robbie Ray. Like that's pretty much what he was doing was just was throwing curveball. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I, I'll, I want to talk about the, the broadcast on Friday, but in a minute. But I, I think let's uh, let's go through the other other Blue Jays news items that we have. So I put down for a walk that Nate Pearson threw a bullpen uh, bullpen session yesterday, um, and then the other that's good. But uh, what made it kind of a neutral thing was that Montoyo also said he, he won't be 100% stretched out by opening day. So I mean, not a big surprise, but it's good to see that he's pitching yeah and and another way to kind of um look at this um 
if you want to give it kind of a positive spin, is that um, uh, Pearson is a young pitcher, so they're going to limit his innings. So maybe this means in the long run that he will be he will be able to pitch a little deeper into the regular season than he would have normally. Um, I'm not sure what sort of innings limit he's going to get, but norm- I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if they shut him down before the end of the season, anyways, just because they don't want to you know kill his arm. Yeah, I guess it'll depend on their playoff positioning too, right? Like if if they're if they really need his arm for the playoffs, then I don't see them shutting him down unless they're like really in good position. Mm, like I don't know. You look, at, you, you look at um, the the this back the Steven Strasburg uh, example. They you know the the Nats even though they were this is like I don't know ten years ago that even though the, though they were kind of in the hunt for a playoff spot, they still shut him down. I think that. Um, now we're in an era where um, the front offices are making more numbers-based, cold kind of decisions where they're not kind of looking at the position that they're in. They're looking more um, one, two, three years down the road. So I, I think that um, even if they're in the playoff, like the hunt for the playoffs, they'll still shut them down. Um, if they're in the hunt for the playoffs, they're gonna they're they're gonna have more arms to rely upon anyways because they're gonna have to trade for some some starting pitching um, before the deadline anyways. That's true. Um, speaking of the playoffs, uh, I, I heard on spin rate this week that Caitlin McGrath's win prediction is 86. Does that, do you think that gets them in the playoffs? That's a good question. It depends on the other teams. Um, um, you know what? I'm going to hold, hold off my, my, my answer to that for our, our season uh, preview episode um, because I really have to think about that. Um, because here's some other teams that are going to be in the mix for a playoff spot. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays are definitely going to be in the mix for a, for a spot. Um, I don't think that the Red Sox will be. I, I, I don't I don't see them uh, kind of turning that corner just yet. Um, I the the Yankees are in the mix for a playoff spot. Um, over in the Central Division, you've got the uh, White Sox and you've got the Twins for sure. Some people are are still counting the Cleveland team uh, in the mix for that. Um, and then in, in the West, you've got um, the Oakland A's. They're all, they're, they're mass, miraculously always in the, in, the, in the mix for the playoffs. Um, and maybe still the Astros are, are in the mix. And, and also um, I would not be surprised to see the Angels um, in the wildcard mix as well, possibly even well, the division mix. You, you never know. This is this. So I got to really look at the look at all the teams, look at the numbers, and 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 consult my abacus. <laughs> well, okay. You mentioned um, the West. So speaking of that, um, that yeah. was our strikeout for this week as well. So why don't oh, you yeah. talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I don't think they're really that West, but. Texas uh, plans to have full capacity for um, opening day. And also, I guess, their two final exhibition games. Um, and that the, their, their opening day is going to be against the Toronto Blue Jays. So, first of all, I sincerely hope that all the Blue Jays wear masks, like, as much as possible, even on the field. Like, <laughs> I, I, I worry about like Texas just becoming a super spreader state, let alone this one event. Because yeah, uh, th- 
Well, they're, they're, I, I don't know too much about how Texas is doing. I mean, I know that the states in general, they are doing much better with the vaccine rollout than Canada right now. But I don't know how Texas specifically is doing. Um, it was one of the states that was that was more hit hard. But they're they're they're, um, I guess, making all of the restrictions that were in place now voluntary. Um, yeah. And something, something that uh, um, I was I was I was trying to watch Hell's Kitchen on Thursday night, but uh, was interrupted by by a, a speech from from Joe Biden. Um, so I switched to City TV, the Canadian channel. But anyways, what uh, Joe Biden was saying um, was that um, that they if there are like more numbers rising as far as COVID numbers go, uh, they may reinstate lockdowns. So um, I don't know if that's kind of like a. a, a uh, read between the lines message to to Texas to kind of like get in line kind of thing. Um, I hope that it is. I I hope and I, and I hope that the numbers don't go up uh, also. Uh, but uh, I, hopefully uh, Joe Biden has the um, will be able to step in if if numbers do go up and 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 stop like an event like that from from proceeding. Yeah. It well. I know that it's it's been a little weird seeing fans like you know a handful of fans in the spring training games. So yeah, uh, it's and and you know what like even weirder to see full stadium. Yeah, it's nice to see them all like wearing masks and everything. But like, yeah, there oh there's Leo. Hi Leo. Leo's playing ball with Tuna and and and, and Mama. Um, okay, so sorry, what was I saying? Um, <laughs> um so yeah, ma- like people wearing masks. First of all, like you're at a baseball game, um, there's and I find it's always the, the 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 like dude under 30 chasing a home run ball. He's either not wearing a mask, holding like wearing his mask down over his chin, holding a beer, or it's like under their nose. Like, and I see ball players do this too. A mask under the nose is not yeah. an effective way to. I was win. gonna say they're just following the baseball player example. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. That or the uh, hockey player. coach. There's a Pittsburgh player who just had a mask over his over his face. And like, if your nose isn't covered, it's not going to protect anybody. It's, not, it's it, yeah. I don't see the point. No, no point at all. Um, Much like well, spring. <laughs> well, um, I, I guess I guess there's not much we, more we can say about the Texas's plan. I mean, if it works and they're and it's safe, then that's great. But I'm very skeptical about it about yeah. it actually being safe. Yeah. Um, we were uh, let's talk about the uh, the Friday game. Um, I didn't okay. watch all of it, but I I was able to catch some of the game. That was an eight inning game, right? That one. Well, they kept saying on the broadcast it was seven and a half, but I think they went. Uh, I think they went a full seven innings. Okay. I think. But um, I I don't know. My thoughts on the broadcast were it was great to be able to watch the game and see some of the players like I was watching it while I was working so I didn't pay 100% attention yeah but the drawback that I that I found for um, taking the Pittsburgh feed was that obviously they were very focused on the Pirates and yeah. so when the Blue Jays were at that they late in the game they had a couple of interviews with Pittsburgh coaches so they barely had any of the the Blue Jays batters in focus. So yeah, no, it would be I nice. That was it, would, it would be nice to to hear some of the perspective of 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 the Jays team. And it and there was an interesting uh, late in the game uh, replacement uh, who came in. Austin Austin Martin came in uh, oh, to bat, that. and that would have been an interesting um, kind of 
viewpoint to hear uh, the the Toronto broadcast talk about because he's one of the top prospects for the uh, the the Jays. Uh, but I don't I don't remember them really focusing on that too too much. Oh, actually, no, I do remember him coming up to bat. They did say a couple of things about him, but I rem- I remember my thought was I for some uh, because I wasn't focusing 100% on the game. I thought at first it was Bo Bichette batting, and I was surprised that he was. I was just looking at the hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, another thing that I did find it kind of fun. Um, I can't remember the the first name, but uh, Frazier, number 99. They had him mic'd up for an at-bat. Oh, that was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was fun to see. I think they should do more of that in spring training. One thing we wouldn't have seen, though, if it was the Jays broadcast, we wouldn't have seen the cameo from celebrity Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I picked up that. So I guess I caught a lot of the important stuff in the game. Well, here's something that I was, I was listening to a baseball podcast er- earlier this morning, actually. And here's something that I, I really didn't really think about too much is that when you, you know, it's nice to see all the, the players that you recognize early in the game, but they may not, they may not be kind of uh, putting their, their full effort into the, into the at bats and everything. Uh, but when you get later into the game, you see the prospects that you may not necessarily recognize all the dudes with like the, the, the numbers in the 80s and 90s, um, but those are the guys who are really playing hard and trying to to win uh, a job. So that's, yeah. that's really um, where you're going to see the max effort plays. Not so, as opposed to a, a Lourdes Gurriel kind of nonchalant, non-catch inside of the park home run oh, against Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, that that was a little embarrassing. But his, um, his, it was a good throw that he that he uh, uh, kind of recovered with it. But and the guy was safe, I guess. But but yeah, I I, I didn't even realize um, that uh, there had been a score. I saw I saw the uh, the catch, and I was like, okay, because uh, I was PVRing it. Fast forward it through through to the next commercial or whatever. But it wasn't a catch. <laughs> he, yeah. he missed it. And, well, uh, it looked like a catch. Part of the, part of that was again the Pirates broadcast. They were talking to a coach, so oh, yeah. they they interrupted it because they got really excited that there might be. I think they called it a little league home run or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you mentioned prospects trying to like going all out to try to you know earn a spot on the team yep. that reminds me i found some spring training cliches uh this week okay some quotes and i read i actually found them this morning because uh uh it, it took a little bit of digging and this was um uh about alejandro kirk and uh so charlie montoyo i've got three quotes for you um so first quote is of course, he's still competing for a job, but he's doing what it takes to make the team. So that's a very generic observation. Um, and then Kirk himself, through a translator, he had, I worked very, very hard in the offseason trying to come into camp in shape. That actually is, is relevant to Kirk because I guess some of the observations is he he's not quite the normal ball player shape. Yeah, he's short and and and. and been round <laughs> that's what you describe him. the same i i remember when he came when he was called up i was like hey that that's what i look like but um <laughs> you're a little taller then, i would say what's that you're a little taller than he is he's like five eight or something like he's short he's like really short for a ball player yeah that's that's about what i am five eight five nine ish okay i'm five ten um, are you you're 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 about at least the same height as me well uh and the last quote i have and this was mostly about uh, the pitchers he's been working with and and he said at the end of the day it's about results so those were uh those are some good cliches yeah 
And yeah. so you had, so we put a call out for hashtag new spring training cliches. So you found a couple, or maybe you uh, you wrote a couple. I wrote a couple. I did. I. I. I nobody. Uh, uh, we we got crickets as far as the new spring training cliches. Um, partly because it's my own fault. I used the wrong hashtag. But we're gonna go forward with this hashtag because it makes more sense. New spring training cliches. Anyways, uh, the first one I wrote uh, on our on our at Jays from Home Twitter uh, uh, page. Follow us at Jays from Home. We forgot to mention that off the top. Um, uh, insert player name here. Shut down due to COVID protocols. So that's 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 kind of a uh, a generic one, I would say. Uh, <laughs> but then I, I I came up with some better ones. Um, here we go. So um, Jonas Suspedis. Suffers injury, tripping inside hole, hidden inside of another hole, while being chased by a wild hog. <laughs> that happened though. So well, know. well, it it, it uh, the previous injury was just inside of one hole. This is inside of another hole that he got that he tripped oh, into. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's. I guess it's just uh, making the injury worse. Um, okay. So uh, here's another one. Minor leaguer suffers pinched nerve trying to pinch pennies after cashing paycheck. Okay, because minor leaguers are notoriously underpaid. I don't. I shouldn't be explaining my jokes here. I'll, I'll just leave them. I'll just leave them uh, as they are. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Jean Carlos Stanton out indefinitely after being stuck in permanent state of bliss when accidentally playing mindfulness app on loop. <laughs> okay. Now, now here's well, speaking of the mindfulness app. Uh, I'm a bit late getting started because. Uh, Krista was doing a mindfulness uh, app thing, and I was worried that she was going to fall asleep because she does that sometimes. She falls asleep after she does she does her her mindfulness app. So so, uh, and you don't I don't want to wake her up, <laughs> but luckily she didn't fall asleep today. What were you going to say? Oh well, I, I was going to say I guess I was a little late because related to mindfulness, uh, doing some purging, so I had to get some. I was getting some uh, boxes ready to take things to Value Village. That's what I was doing before. Before we uh, connected, do you uh, do you have a, a large collection of T-shirts? Uh, no, I got rid of a bunch of T-shirts last year, so my collection is a lot smaller. My drawer is very full of T-shirts. I've got a lot of baseball T-shirts, um, a lot of just yeah, lots of different T-shirts. I need to I need to get rid of some, definitely. Uh, but that's another that's another episode. We can make it the, the special T-shirt episode. <laughs> okay, and and one last one last one. Um, Francisco Lindor to announce new hair color. In the decision, in the decision type TV special, Trevor Bauer to produce video. <laughs> uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, when he signed for the Dodgers, um, he, to kind of give this one a little bit of, of background, he he produced his own uh, video to announce his signing of of the Dodgers. So that's that's where that kind of comes from. Well, of course he did. He does a lot of weird but things. But are you are you a Trevor Bauer fan or no? Um, I wouldn't say fan. Um, I I think he's kind of weird. I don't weird. think anybody is a Trevor Bauer fan, to be honest. Um, I guess maybe appreciator. I I I I'm a I like the Dodgers, but I'm not. I'm glad like there were some people who wanted maybe the Jays to try to sign uh, Trevor Bauer, but he's just too much of a head case and too like he he he's too much of an ego. Like I I, I wouldn't want him on my team, and I. And I don't. I don't think a lot of people like him in baseball. And um, yeah, I'm. I'm glad that he didn't sign with Toronto. And I'm a little, a little uh, 
annoyed that he signed with with the Dodgers, but a big team like that hopefully can keep that ego in check because they just won the World Series. They've got Clayton Kershaw. They've got Mookie Betts. You know, hopefully he'll fall in line with them. Imagine if he signed with the Yankees. How would he fare there? Oh, that's a good question. Does he have cyber? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, do you ha- um, any other Blue Jays notes before we go on to baseball in general? Um, I think you had one about Biggio here. You, me or you? You do. There's do a I? screen capture on the notes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is sort of going to tie into general baseball, too. Uh, but there was an article in the in the Athletic talking about how Biggio has the uh, best chase rate in the majors since the 2019. So, so I don't know. I was just talking about uh, in our first episode about how he's kind of the one of the most important parts of this team. Um, and mm. I guess I don't know. Where, I, I haven't really been seeing this. Maybe it's kind of on the more on the radio call-in shows or on Twitter um, that people are not. Um, I guess, look, they don't think that he's going to do well this year, but um, I don't know. They, I feel like they didn't watch Blue Jays games last year at all, like, which is possible. Maybe not a lot of people did watch the games last year, but I, I think that he's a super important part. Um, and I was, I was reading an article this morning, uh, um, an, an even more secret weapon that the Jays have is uh, Dante Bichette. He's been working with all the players pretty much. Like he's, he's been working really, really well with Rowdy Tellez. Um, and, and just getting them to reduce their 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 swing and miss rates um, mm. and make more contact. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rowdy Tellez. That was my strikeout. frustration last year too. Yeah, like yeah. No, he's trying, trying less to hit home runs now and trying just to make good contact. Which and and then home runs will come as a as a side benefit of of good contact. Um, so it, it will be. It, it would be nice to see um, less strikeouts for sure from this Blue Jays team. And that would be that would be a super uh, important part of their success is and any team's success is not swinging and missing, just making good contact. You, you mentioned my last note, uh, you mentioned Rowdy Tellez. And I, I found this. So I read an article that was about uh, I think it's the blog is Blue Jays banter. I've, I've sent you a couple of links from them, but um, they've been running a series called like um i can't remember what it is but basically it's like you know are we believing in a breakout for this player or not is kind of or like you know do are they for real their stats real yeah so i first found one it was their second one about rowdy telez and then i saw that their first article was about teoscar hernandez and i noticed that there's been at least two articles that i've read uh one was about um the how the blue jays having four outfielders is is the right number and both of these articles were kind of so-so on on teoscar and the the article about the four outfielders in general was basically saying that if they were given the choice of trading teoscar or lourdes guriel they would pick guriel to keep and I, I just wanted to say that I think I'm sticking with my first episode statements that uh, Teoscar is going to be a good player for the Blue Jays. Well, time will only tell. Um, speaking of swing and miss rates, though, um, this is kind of uh, and we're going to go into um, this is going to tie into our new segment uh, because. Uh, again, tying into the first episode, we uh, both picked Tanner Roark as our 
uh, get rid of him immediately player. So I thought it would be uh, an interesting idea to pick uh, a B team, an alternate team for us to root for when whenever Tanner Roark pitches. So we can just tune to this, watch this uh, team's game, uh, or or if you're if it's a day game, listen to the game on the radio uh, instead of uh, watching Tanner Roark pitch. Um, and so my my pick um, would be um, the Washington Nationals. Um, and the reason being, um, my, the main reason is that Juan Soto <laughs> is the main reason. He's, he's my favorite player, um, non-Blue Jay player to watch in baseball. He's, he is, in my opinion, the best player uh, in baseball right now. Uh, very, he's, he's underrated. Like, I didn't even realize this. Last year, his on-base percentage, percentage, and this is tying this into the, to the, uh, the, the strikeout rate here, his on-base percentage was 490. Can you believe that? That's, that's that's pretty that's, good. That's a high number. That's almost half the time getting on base. Um, what is so, the league average? Um, not 490. I'm not sure. It's probably <laughs> some somewhere around a little under 300. I'm guessing, but I, I don't really know. Um, so um, yeah, that's going to be insane. And, I, and my, as a side note, I wonder when we have uh, the Robo Strike Zone uh, instated, if that's gonna like he's gonna have like a consistent strike zone. So he's going to be super, like he's going to be a super on base machine. So I wonder if, if that's going to lead to a new kind of era of, of plate discipline. We're going to see more, more runners, runners on base. Uh, we'll, you never, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But uh, uh, yeah, Juan Soto uh, is, is my uh, main reason for that. But I also wanted to, I had some kind of just kind of surface level selection criteria for this. Um, Aesthetics, uh, exciting players, Juan Soto, uh, and chance to make the playoffs. So, so st- sticking on the exciting players to watch, um, the Nationals have a really good pitching staff. Staff still, they've got uh, Scherzer, uh, they've got Corbin, and they've got uh, Steven Strasburg. So, um, I think this is probably going to be um, the last year because of age. Uh, you know, these yeah. guys are getting up there. Uh, Scherzer, especially, I think. If, He's a free agent after this year um, as well. So because of age and because of contracts, this might be the kind of like the last hurrah for this um, iteration of the Nationals. Um, so they're going to, um, you know, try hard and play hard to kind of be successful as a team. Last year, I don't know what happened. The year before, maybe, this, you know, if they played a full season, they would have turned it around. The year before, um, they had a terrible start and then turned it around the last two-thirds of the season. Um, but uh, so yeah, they have they have some exciting players to watch um, uh, for sure. Um, as far as aesthetics go, um, I like their hat. I'm wearing their hat today. I got this at at the ballpark when I, at the last uh, Major League Baseball game that I <laughs> I attended, right. 2017, I guess it was. Um, it's a nice ballpark. It is. I've been to a, a few ballparks, and it's the most um, patriotic baseball park I've ever been to. Um, I, we got there, you know, like Washington DC traffic is, is horrible. We, we made the mistake of, we went to two games. The first game, we took an Uber to the game from our hotel and it took an hour, uh, to get there at least. And we were like, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes away. (laughs) Um, traffic was bad. Uh, we actually ended up like getting out of the Uber and walking to the game at one point. Um, 
but I stopped in the in the store to get my hat and like national anthem started and everybody in the store stopped what they were doing and took off hmm. their hats and just stood at attention while the, while the the national anthem goes. I don't know if that happens in other baseball ballparks, but that was that was pretty crazy and like, you know, it's Washington DC, red, white and blue. They have the president's race in the 7th inning and all that uh not the seventh inning, like the fourth inning or whatever it is. Um, so th- that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, actually, that's the president's race. I know of that one, and that's and I think uh, the Ottawa Senators they kind of swiped that gimmick. They do a prime minister's race on in one of the uh, intermissions or something. Okay. Um, and and as far as like um the audio aesthetics, the broadcast team. Here's something you'll appreciate: their TV team. Do you know who who uh, the color commentator is? Yeah, it's, uh, FP Santangelo. Yeah, right? the, uh, uh, local baseball hero for the Ottawa Lynx. <laughs> he's actually, he's actually, you know, he's got, he's not the greatest uh, uh, color commentator <laughs> in the league, like, but, but it's just interesting, like, whenever you hear hear his name or hear his voice, it's like, oh yeah, he 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 was like the hometown favorite baseball player back like 20 years ago. Well, um, my B team, I have a lot less research into it because I picked it pretty much uh, on aesthetics. I've always liked the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, their um, their glove and baseball logo. Um, this is the one that, so it makes the M and the B, but it's also a glove and a baseball. How long uh, did it take you to first see that? Oh, not very long at all. Okay. Um, I, I think we... you. Growing up, we had these uh, cups that had all the baseball teams on them and like AL and, and NL or whatever. Um, I also and, had baseball uh, bed sheets. Yeah. And anyway, like that's that's one of the logos I really I remember really liking. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I like I like their logo, too. They might have one of the best um, just their, their their navy blue hat with the with the Brewers logo on it. That might be one of the best hats in, in baseball right there. Um well, the, the other part of it is, so their uniform, the colors are a good combination. Because in, they, for a long time, they went with like kind of a, a gold color gold, for their yeah. logo. Yeah, um, that I wasn't assume, good. I assume it was because it was related to like a beer color. Um, but oh, beer yeah. or wheat or, yeah. you know, that that kind of general aesthetic. They were but, blue and green before that. Yeah, so they've gone back to uh, a nice deep blue color um, and the yellow. It it works really well, nice and bright. And uh, I I have no idea who is on the Milwaukee roster or what kind of chances they have in the playoffs. I assume they're low because they were in the playoffs a few years ago. And I think they've been in for a while now. Well, here, here I'll, tell, I'll, I'll, I'll answer two of your questions right there. Uh, Christian Yelich, uh, the 2019 oh, yeah. MVP. Right. He's a pretty exciting player to watch. Uh, Lorenzo Cain, he opted out last year. Um, he's he is going to make their outfield uh, a very good defensive outfield, and they just signed Milton Bradley. Um, so that's going to be a good defensive outfield. Um, well, good. They also, they'll they'll have a good selection of board game. <laughs> board. Oh, Milton. I see. I see what you did there. Um, and then and then they've got uh, good relief pitching. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, I forget his name now. He almost got traded away to to the Padres apparently. But they've got good relief pitching. Um, their starting pitching I think is going to be is is underrated. It's going to be good. Um, 
All that to say, I think, and I'll give you a little spoiler on our on our season preview show. I think that the Brewers are going to win the uh, the Central Division in in, in the NL. Um, one more um, aesthetic thing to mention about them. Well, the their their the ballpark is nice um, as, as well. Uh, they've they've got a, a a retractable dome, so they'll never get rained out. And whenever someone hits a home run, they have their mascot who slides into the into the uh, beer or whatever it is. Um, if you ever listen to the game on the radio, though, uh, you get one of the all-time best uh, radio voices calling the games, Bob Euchre. Oh, okay. So, so I would actually, um, I think you can get all the audio feeds for free on MLB.com. I would recommend, especially if it's a summer day and you're just sitting outside uh, and, and there's an afternoon game on, uh, listen to some Bob Euchre in the afternoon with a with a, with a non-alcoholic IPA. Uh, in your backyard, and uh, that that might make make for a pretty relaxing uh, afternoon with your feet in the kiddie pool, you know. All right, well I'll keep an eye on those things for for the Brewers. That's at least other than their logo, I have something to uh, to look forward to. So okay, so um, next next week we're going to talk about our AL teams, and then on our season preview show we're going to pick our B team. Wait, didn't we? Didn't isn't that what we're doing? We're picking a B team. No, we're we're we're, we're picking a B team, but we have to decide amongst the teams that we talk about. Who we're gonna pick? Okay. So you haven't picked the Brewers yet. You have to. You, you have to. You have to look at this from um, a cold perspective and, and 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 judge. You have to look. You have to. Did you listen to my to my Washington uh, Nationals thing, or were you just waiting to t- to talk about the Brewers? You got You got right. You got to pick all. We got. We're gonna talk about our AL teams next week. So you gotta. You gotta listen to all the reasons. Um. And and then we're gonna. We're we're both gonna pick the team to to talk about as our B team. All right. Well, I was just say I feel like I feel like the Nationals are a pretty easy choice. That's that's all I'll say about that. Um, any other baseball notes to finish um, finish things just off? A, just a quick note that is it's like there's just so much out there as far as baseball news go. Like you 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 brought up some 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 articles and stuff that you read that like I I consume a lot of baseball news on a weekly basis, daily basis. Uh, and there's still stuff that I can miss. So that's that's the cool thing about baseball. Is there's just so much information out there. Okay. Um, personal oh. stuff. So yep. wait, 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 wait. before we get to personal stuff, uh, I've got a note. Uh, I've got a note, a podcast note from our wives. Um, do you have any notes? From nope. No notes. No notes. Well, this is kind of a small note. Just quick note. Um, uh, it turns out we've got we've gotten two five star ratings. We were talking about this last week. I was one of the five star raters. Also. Uh, I guess I sh- we shouldn't be surprised by this, but uh, Krista, my wife, was the other uh, person who rated us five stars. So I guess the note is that she likes our podcast. Gotcha. Well, um, I don't know how ratings work on Spotify, but I know uh, our brother Glenn told us that he was li- or told me that he was listening to our show. So I don't know if uh, you can rate things on Spotify or not, but I know he listens on he Spotify too. Uh, Glenn, if you're listening. You should just um, there's this thing on Facebook messages where you can message this, this two people at the same time. You could have saved time by messaging messaging us both at the same time to tell us that you were listening. Just just for future that there's a note for you, Glenn. OK. All right. So personal stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you want to start with? Um, well, I know you'd mentioned the weather. My, my home run is about the weather, too. Uh, on Thursday, it was the first time all year long that I didn't have to struggle to put the boys in snow pants to get them into the uh, stroller for their for for their walks uh it was like above zero we it was a nice nice walk there were lots of puddles my feet got very wet um but it is so nice not to have to like 
wrestle to children in order to get them into snowsuits and 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 it sa- it saves me a lot of time it saves me a lot of energy it's 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 a very nice thing now this means that down the road there will be the additional uh struggle of of getting sunscreen on them but i would i will take sunscreen any day over snowsuits well the weather for me was a walk because uh, yes the temperature was above 0 but that means everything was melting and you mentioned all the puddles um, in our neighborhood, there's a lot of the sewer drains are are blocked because people aren't clearing the, or keeping them clear. So lots of puddles, lots of mud. And uh, when I take Bailey out for a walk, um, when it's all, everything is melting and, and thawing, I have to uh, make sure to clean her off when we come in every time because as soon as we let her off the leash, she runs around and jumps all over the uh. couch and up and down the stairs. So we've got to make sure that there's no paw prints and dirty spots on our furniture that's like the same thing the same thing with me with leo except it's like i have to take his boots off otherwise there'll be like boot prints all over the house (laughs) now here's a question Um, i've got a question for you when you go out on walks um i don't know if you're nearby any like schools or whatever but do you see uh crossing guards um so not on walks i did uh so for work i had to go pick up a new laptop a few weeks ago and in the neighborhood around where they um where the other office is they had some crossing guards and i hadn't seen that around ottawa in a long time well here, uh, but no in our neighborhood no crossing guards here, here's my of. my my uh question about crossing guards is like when i usually when i take them out the boys out for the afternoon walk while they nap um all the schools are just about to start to let out and the, so the crossing guards are all like walking to their posts so i see them walking to their posts and they're holding their stop sign so like they own their own stop signs so i wonder if they could if they like wield the power of their stop signs to like if they abuse the power of their stop signs like like while they're not like on duty as crossing guards like they can just go anywhere and like hold up the stop sign and like stop traffic everywhere uh, i don't know they do stop traffic for everyone and not just uh school kids so yeah i wonder if there's like um, a, a crossing guard oath that they have to take to like not <laughs> o- overuse the power of the stop sign well they probably have to take some sort of course to certify them to be a crossing guard um so uh i i'll just go to my home run um since i already mentioned the walk uh so we finally found a family doctor because we've been looking for several years um it's hard to find a family doctor who's accepting patients um and uh the office is actually down the road from where i work when uh well when i'm in the office and working but uh and it's so it, we actually don't live that far from my office so it's very close um but uh i also had an inside the park home run tying back to our uh inside the our park. pittsburgh game how does yeah, that because I, I I'd say it's it's a home run, but it's it's um I had to do a little bit of work to okay. to get to earn this one. Um, yesterday I did a full clean of the kitchen, which I've been meaning to do for a long time. I used bleach, pine saw on the floor, and everything, so uh, it all smells nice and clean. So next up is the fridge, though. So I uh, still have some work to do. Yeah, my fridge is bad. I put all the uh, frozen uh, compost in the in the freezer but like you know we put it in a bag but like sometimes just the crumbs of of, or or like coffee grounds just end up all underneath so so like i'm gonna have to like vacuum out the freezer at some point 
yeah probably uh probably a good idea to uh to maybe thaw it out first and i don't know okay so what uh what do you have what else do you uh, have let's go let's go with with my uh walk okay um so my walk uh this week is socks um we were doing some cleanup as well some this daily cleanup you have to pick up all the toys and there are socks everywhere and uh Bo's new move is pulling his socks off um <laughs> the moment you know like so he, he he's learned, learned that he like he, he he starts pulling his socks off and he, when he gets one off he looks up to me and smiles um he also like when he's wearing like his his pajamas with feet he tries to pull the socks off some sometimes he'll like pull the socks so hard that he like falls back and hits his head and like starts to cry but yeah so his 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 new move is pulling his his socks off leo doesn't like wearing socks like when, once he gets into the house he like socks come off um and then and then krista also i, I don't know why but like yeah it's just she takes her socks off just and, and just just socks everywhere except for on people's feet i'm the only one who like keeps socks on my feet and i don't even like wearing socks like because i but i think it's more like just a defense mechanism for me because the cat tries to attack my feet uh but yeah there's just socks everywhere except for on actual feet that's my, uh, that's my I, <laughs> I walk i wear way. socks i wear socks to keep my feet clean or not clean uh warm but we can't leave socks anywhere because Bailey takes socks and chews them. So that's, that's right. how well, we that's lose right. them. That could be surgery. Um, okay. Well, um, I'll just, I, my only other uh, personal item was the strikeout. Uh, Bailey threw up Friday morning around two 30 and then again at five 30 plus she had uh, diarrhea for a day and a half. Um, she's better now. She's all, uh, all full of energy and running around. But uh, we're just sticking to feeding her some rice and chicken for the time being because uh, uh, she's not throwing up anymore, but uh, she she needs a little bit to uh, settle her stomach a little bit more. Well, on the bright side, this could be, uh, to tie into my home run last week, this could be a personal first where, where your whole family eats the same meal at the same time, rice and chicken. It's a little bland for me. <laughs> Which is the point for her, I guess. Yes, yes. Okay, well, I'll go to my strikeout. I, I, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, as you know. I was listening to a food podcast the other day, uh, the the Dave uh, David Chang uh, podcast, and um, there's a lot of swearing on that podcast, um, which is, you know, it's it's fine. They don't really, the, the kids don't really pick up on that. What Leo does pick up on though, and and you might have to bleep these words out if we ever use these again. Um, or if, he, if, if he hears this podcast are uh, the words donuts, cake, yeah. ice cream, uh, donut, uh, cake, donuts also would be uh, a trigger word, ice cream, cake. These are like the seven words you can't use in front of toddlers. Like um, he, he the moment he he hears any of those words, uh, he, he just immediately wants it. So like he, he hears the words donuts. He's like, can I have a donut? So so th- these words must be bleeped and stricken from all all podcasts there needs to be like a a, a special warning uh, uh on 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 any podcast that that features these those words well that's what you need headphones for then if you're going to listen to those episodes well yeah the, uh, i i suppose but then i then i can't monitor the children properly if i'm wearing headphones <laughs> <laughs> all right well oh um oh i got you a, I, had I've got another, I've got one more, a bonus, a bonus strikeout. Um, children's toys are very colorful. You know, like the, they're usually, they're, 
most often red, blue, yellow, green, or whatever. We have a we have and we have a playmat that has the alphabet, and every every letter of the alphabet is like red, yellow, blue, green, or whatever. So like if there's a bright colored toy on one of those squares, you don't see it. So like I think like numerous times a day I step on some bright colored toy on this playmat and and, and and hurt my foot on it. So that's that's my bonus K for the week. I was actually going to ask you about you had a Brita filter update. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I was gonna talk about before about how like the light the light on the on the on the Brita filter jug like was like like the telltale heart just like pulsing and pulsing and reminding me. But then um I was cleaning up the kitchen and I noticed that the Brita filter replacement box was empty. And I, hmm. I, 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 I didn't refill it. And then I, 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 I asked Krista what, what happened. And, and she said that she, to save me work, refilled the Brita, uh, jug. So, um, I guess, I don't know whether this is a strikeout or a home run. Cause now that means that this is the end of our Brita filter update, uh, segment. Um, I guess, I guess I can keep just tasting the water. And noticing if if trying to like stay a step ahead of the uh, the, the replacement light to see if, if if the the water has changed taste. But yeah, Christus re- replaced the Brita filter on me, and I was kind of disappointed. Well, now you get to uh, change or reset the light to indicate when you need to change it. Maybe I should just reset the light next time it starts to blink so i don't have to reset the 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 filter there's a life hack well um that's uh that's all the notes that i have um we we, well i think we were going to talk about daylight savings but um, it's already happened you know who doesn't observe daylight savings arizona in the arizona uh cactus league they 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 have not sprung forward um well i guess that's that is happening more and more that that, uh, time changes are being done away with but i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon for us but i think maybe to celebrate daylight savings time i will post this episode one hour later than normal so monday morning instead of midnight i'll post it at 1 a.m okay um and also i forgot to mention today is pie day so so happy pie day um, I made a little tweet about this earlier today too. Is you know if if today really is Pi Day, shouldn't it go on forever? <laughs> I guess I guess really weird that it's shorter by an hour. How does that affect the calculation of Pi? I don't know. Well, I think um, uh, good question. Good question. So follow on Twitter at Jays from Home. Uh, I think we're still using the hashtag new spring training cliches. Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah. And if you've made it all the way to the end of the podcast, that means hopefully you've enjoyed the podcast. So um, you give us a rating wherever you can, but I, it's more important uh, to share this with someone who you think might enjoy it as well. Yep. And we're on all the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Cast. Basically, if you... Uh, have a podcast app of some sort if you search chase from home it'll be there so uh, if you have someone you want to share it with just tell them to search for jays from home or just uh, follow on twitter at chase from home well i guess we'll we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next week other than the alb teams but uh, 
we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.